Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Growing Up Gay with <laughs> your boy Vaughn. <laughs> Bitch, why are you always going to that fucking in the X? <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is Valique. Can jump in and out of it, so. <laughs> what they are? What they go on? Oh, I'm ready to give. Let me stop. Okay. <laughs> Not what a what to go on. What to go on? Uh, but no, welcome back to a brand new episode of Growing Up Gay with your boy Vaughn and Malik. It is I, Young Vaughn. It is I, Young Malik. Malik, how have you been since we last recorded? Catch the people up. Tell them what's popping. Well, I just saw you last night. <laughs> That you did. <laughs> Malik has all oh the fre- frequent flyer miles. All of oh, them. Listen, I, I popped up on Bonnie Boy last night, and we had such a good key time. Um, but my week has been tumultuous. Um, had a death in my family, so that's been a little crazy, you know, how that can be. Um, so the funeral is going to be on Memorial Day for my uncle, which is crazy. My great uncle, oh, wow. my, my grandmother's brother um so i'll be in savannah monday for the funeral and work's been pretty cool i'm getting i'm getting ready to hire this new person um, i've been interviewing and it's, it's it's really interesting like when you're interviewing people how some people forget to actually make sure like they're tailoring their questions or they're tailoring their responses and like presenting themselves in a way that's going to be like I'm the best person for the job. Like I'm really presenting myself right. in a way that is, you know, showing you desirable. That that's desirable that I am the person that you need to hire. I know what I'm doing. And what I what I what what I've been realizing is not just today, but today definitely brought it back to the forefront is that a lot of people when they're interviewing for jobs, they're like just talking in general. And they're not tailoring their responses. They're not tailoring their resumes to really fit the job that they're applying for. And Vaughn, you and I were just talking about this last night about, you know, making sure you yes, have you like were. more than one, more than one resume. So it's like, um, it's, it's, it's really been really refreshing this week seeing people kind of come in to interview with me and my VP and, some be really, really, really strong at presenting themselves, and then others be like overly confident, but they're like not really talking about anything. Um, Ooh! But all in all, I, you know, I'm feeling good, and uh, New York definitely recharged. Feeling my good and looking Re- better. Feeling good, looking better. New York recharged my batteries. Yeah, I'm ready. How you doing, friend? Well. I'm doing good. Uh, just to touch on that interviewing tip, like, I've definitely, the few people that I've had to interview, like, throughout my career, like, there's been a few where I've been like, do you know why you even want this job or why you're here? Like, do you know where you are? Right. Like, do you know what, you, like, what time it is even? Like, what, <laughs> like, how did you just show up and you're just, like, spewing random things out of your mouth? Anyway, um, I've had a good week. I've been in the gym. Like in the yes. gym, in the gym, in the gym, and like yes. eating clean, clean, clean. Because uh, summer is, she's, she's right there. Bitch, like, she's something. right down the street. The the shit is about to commence. Listen, the shit has it's already, already started. started. The shit's already hit the fan. Honestly, truly, it's already started. Like honestly, the other day I was I got the train and I was walking home, and like there was almost a fight on the train. 
and there was almost a fight like outside of the bodega by my house and it's i was like oh it's warm. definitely spring it's, it's definitely like it's i was like i was like it's definitely like that season like it's, it's warm like it's, it's officially spring because niggas is like oh it's warm we can fight now like oh my god i was like y'all are y'all are acting up and but the crazy no, thing good. is that june is literally like what seven days away literally uh i'm disgusted literally <laughs> yeah but i've been good like i said i've been in the gym been eating clean um work is still trying me but you know i have i feel like i have a month left at that place and then like i can spread my wings so it's gonna happen it is you. i believe i'm it. speaking it into existence and you know outside of that i'm your boy's good you know what i mean like trying to get right right so i can be right right Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, move right on into our get it together. For I'm this here week for it. Take on over, please. Bam! So you guys get it together. Uh, I just kind of mentioned how I was in New York yesterday, um, but I didn't say how it just randomly happened. It was so last minute. Um, <clears throat> obviously, I understand everyone won't won't have that the opportunity to just jump up and go somewhere but my get it together it's going to be about self-care just a remind just a reminder a reminder to all of you guys that when you're feeling down or you feel like something's not quite right you feel overwhelmed to just take a quick breath inhale through your nose sigh out your mouth do that a few times and just release it and furthermore if you're able to take an hour for yourself just to maybe walk around outside or just lay in the park or just you know do something that's gonna really stimulate your mind some one hour of me time one hour of time where it's when it's gonna be uninterrupted take that time because you know i've been feeling really just uninspired and drained lately and it's been really taxing like this journey of trying to of trying to like you know manifest this magic and it gets exhausting like you know trying to stay at 100% trying to stay at 120% the the entire time that gets like really taxing and gets tiring so I just was feeling like tired one day I was like not one day I was feeling tired yesterday I was like you know what I just want to just see some see some fresh faces I just want to you know laugh laugh with a particular friend and I just jumped up and came up to New York to see for to see Vaughn. But um, you know, never be afraid to take a day for yourself, you guys. You have sick time, you have PTO. Never be afraid to use your time. Whether it's FMLA, whatever it is. Like, don't be afraid to take time for yourself and take time for your family. So that's my get it together today. That's that's a really, really good one. I don't think a lot of people and I, I think well, I shouldn't say that. I think I'm one of those people that was that always prioritized like uh, right. work over everything else, and always wanted to be like at work. And I never took like vacation or sick days. Like I was always at work, and I've, I think I've gotten to the point now. And I don't, I don't know if it's because I'm so over my mm-hmm. current situation, but like it was so funny. Myself and uh, the assistant director the other day just took days. Like we took a day. It just didn't called in sick didn't come to work and it was so funny because it wasn't planned but we took the same day <laughs> so like my director and like one of the other managers was just left stuck gagging like, stuck and we didn't feel bad at all because 
they had put us in a situation where we had three super shitty days because of of, of staffing and because of how things were uh, like curated, if you will. Um, that left us fucked for three days straight. So we were like, you know what? And like I said, it wasn't planned. It was just like we right. were on the same accord. That like I, I need this day. If I don't take this day, I'm gonna come in there and I'm gonna light all you niggas up. Like, so I I, I love that one. I don't have a get it together this well, week. You know, for me, it's it's always pretty similar. It's you know. Mm-hmm. Stay focused And you know Whatever you're working on Whatever you want Whatever you know You envision for yourself Grind I'm grinding I'm grinding I'm gonna make it happen yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was But I don't know what that was That sounded like oh, Something from Flavor of Love Okay What was your Flavor of Love name be? That's what that sounded like Oh that what is could a it good be? one I'm thinking of Ooh, mine I too. Think about this one, Jamaica. Jamaica. Mine would be Jamaica. Bitch, I feel mine like would mine would be. Oh. Stretch. <laughs> not, not stretch. Hold on, stretch. Flex double. <laughs> You is flex a bull. Hashtag yes. flex. <laughs> but no, mine would definitely be Jamaica. I think Jamaica. that's like me. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I, I think my name would be yeah. Eastside. Eastside yeah. Rider. Eastside Rider. Eastside. Hey, Eastside. Eastside. I can see Eastside. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to take a short little break and we'll be right back with our Growing Up Gay. Hey y'all, hope you're enjoying this week's episode thus far. If so, please be sure to follow us on our social media. The Instagram is GrownUpGay, G-R-O-W-N, UpGay. Our Twitter is GrownUpGay underscore. And our website, of course, is GrownUpGay.com. Now let's get back into this week's episode. What's up, you guys? This is Growing Up Gay. And today we have Mother... Buffy West of the House of West. How are you? I'm doing, I'm doing wonderful. 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 Thank you for coming. Thank you for being on the no show. Problem. No problem. Um, so, Vogue, you're a dancer. Yes. Do you want to tell everyone who Buffy West is? Hi, um, I'm that bitch. Let's start there. My real name is Nicholas Newby, but my, I guess you can call it like a stage name, um, is Buffy West. I am originally from VA, so I'm a VA native now. I have my peach. Yes, got your peach. And I have my peach for about two years now, so I'm here. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and, and welcome to the Grown Up Gay Experience. Thank you. Um, so just tell us more about how you, you began. Like, what was your experience growing up gay? Um, my experience growing up gay was a really, I would say it was good. Like, I come, I'm from the hood. Like, the hood brothers were gay members. Um, Are you the youngest or the I'm middle? I'm the baby. I'm the baby, I'm the baby. too. Um, I have two brothers and an older sister. Um, I'm the young one, so we kind of grew up around the tough parts. You know, we was, you know, from... I would say, like, the lower class. We was kind of, you know, in the hood, just regular. But me, I never really had a tough time with being myself. I was like, I can tell you, like, from a time I was playing double dutch, when I used to get my money, I would go buy, like, 
poets in China. Really? Because originally when I first uh, growing up, I didn't stay with my mom originally. Uh, I stayed with my aunt, and my aunt was a lesbian. So, oh. so you grew up around so like crowd critical, but I don't feel like my aunt had any because, because I never knew that what it was until I got older. Right. I just I always seen my two aunts together. I just thought I lived with my two aunts. Right. Not knowing that my other aunt was an actual stud. So really, what it was, I just always thought that like, hey, I'm just in the house, and I was like, well, my aunt dresses like, you know. She's in Rockwell and her attire. Instead of tire. I was like, okay, this is different. But for me, like, I always just like the more feminine things. Like, growing up, like, I play sports and everything, but it's still like. Feminine energy was just natural for you. Always. Natural. And I feel like my parents, like, my mom, my dad wasn't really around. He was a gay member as well, getting so drugs and the whole nine yards. And I just, my little gay ass was just. Growing up in between that. So, I mean, for me, it was just, it was, it was, they just, they knew. Right. I told them, but they knew at a very, very young age, like, what it was. When did you come out? Um, if I'm being honest, and you know how people like, oh, I don't remember, like, when I told my mom that, I would definitely have to say it was definitely about, I think I was 10. Oh, wow. I don't remember. How'd you say it? Um, she asked me what I was into, and I said, boys. Bam. Wow. Straight to the point, man. Right. <laughs> I know that for a fact she asked me what I was into, and I said, boys. Your mom or your aunt? Um, it was my mom. My aunt already knew. My aunt knew because she would try to keep me away from doing what I normally got to do with her. From right. Oh, so okay. me playing double dutch outside on a normal after school day was different from when I wanted to go do it at my mom's. Like, right. what are you doing while you're over there? Go play football with them. I'm like, I don't feel like playing football with them. Right. Yeah. Why am I playing football with them? I want to go double dash and get my steps up. So when we go play recess, like, it's I'm on you. Right. Play these bitches. That's exactly how you always, You've always been competitive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have. I have. It, it's always been it. But I've always loved, like, that type of energy. Like, you meet a lot of people and, you know, competing and like, like a lot of my friends that I compete with, and they're like my best friends now. So like I'm really close with even like people that I vote with. Like we start off as competitors, and now we're like the closer friends. So, so, so what would you say? What was your favorite childhood memory? Because I would imagine because you had that lesbian on, I think your your experience is probably different than I think most of queer people. So what was your favorite childhood memory with my aunt or in general? Just in general. That's hard. I had so many. I think. Um, my favorite childhood memory was actually having, I would say my, I would. Uh, tell us two, if you gotta tell us two. Okay, two would be, um, two would be, first would be um, the first time I got to actually dance in the showcase. Um, because dance was something really big on when I was younger. I tried contemporary and I tried the jazz and it did not work for me at all. Um, so when I got into hip hop, my, my the first time being able to perform, like I danced in the shower. Like my mom always knew that I was like I like to dance, but she never got to see it. So the first time my mom was able to come to my showcase at my school, and she got to actually see me dance, I think that was like one of my favorite child moments. Because my mom does not do that. Right. <laughs> like come to see a performance. Yeah. She just does. She just does. She, my mom doesn't do people. That's yeah. Her. And then. She, she doesn't miss bingo, bingo, that's two. Like, <laughs> uh, I gotta go to bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She gets to work at four, which means hair and 
find her lifestyle fit to go back. Right. She just, it just, my mom she had a schedule. 30 years. So, wow. Yeah, I'm on 53 now. So. Listen, but they go to be one of that money. No, they do. I have a, it's funny, I have an aunt in Canada. And like, every time I go, every time I go up to, 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 uh, to Toronto, I'm like, where's auntie? And she's at bingo. Yeah. She doesn't miss her bingo. But they win money. They she's won decades. 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 Well, you said you're from VA. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would, you, what would you say is your favorite thing about being from Virginia and where are you um, The creativity that yeah, comes yeah. out of Virginia. Yeah, y'all have a lot. Missy, yeah. Pharrell, Timbaland, Eclipse, Timbaland. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I see, I love LaKaylee. I didn't know she was from VA. So. I thought she was from New York. No, she was raised in New York. She was oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah, so the creativity that comes out of Virginia that people don't know about, you know, it's like we... They, they skip, skip over Virginia. So, right, like, yeah, yeah, I think that's, like, the most thing that... Uh, what do you think breeds that creativity? Um, that's hard. I think I it comes from from, from, from everywhere. Um, musically, art, it just, I just, I think it comes from everywhere. Just the community? In general, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, speaking of community, how would you describe your family? Because you said your father wasn't around much, and you're the youngest. Yes. So how would you describe your family in a whole? My family in a whole, we're like, uh, we're like introverts that are like with the shit. <laughs> no, so that's like, that's me too. Very, my mom is. I grew up. I grew up, and my mom. My mom has. Uh, my mom has. I want to say five brothers. Five brothers. And big family. Five, and five, yeah, really, really big family. So growing up, we wasn't you. We, you couldn't catch us at cookouts. Like, right. My mom really. It wasn't. She was too much. It was just like, y'all be okay. And we really. My sister really wasn't in my life like that at all. Like that. Even from my childhood, she wasn't around. Cause my, me and my sister have different dads. Me and my brothers have the same dad. So um, my the closest one that I'm with is my second oldest brother's name is Deshaun. So I would say like me, him, me, him, and my mom were like to ourselves, but also still social. Right. No, I feel, I'm the same way. I'm a. I'm the same way. Like, what do you mean by that? I'm like, y'all all go out, but like, what is going out? Like, right. You know, right. I'm the same way. Right. Like tonight, just example. Like they're like, we going to first practice. I'd be like. Well, what's what's the <laughs> what is this consistent? Yeah, I'm right. here for the pregame, but do I have to go out? Right. So like, Are you like the person that once you get out, you're like, I want to go home? Not necessarily in my mind, that's me. Yeah. Yeah, you allow yourself to have a good time. Yeah, you allow yourself to have a good time. Yeah. Also, for like the people that you're with. Absolutely. Like the girls that I know just like want to go out just to be saying it that first Friday is like, right. instead of people saying that no bitch let's go out because it's Friday right. and it's first Friday that's when I enjoy but like I don't like to just go out just because just to be seen yeah, just like that pretentious shit yeah, yeah. no I feel like that at all. I'm the same way if I go out I want to have fun Absolutely. outside of that I could be at the house yeah. I could be at the house so who were you in school like were you a popular kid and what was your personality like then are you the same Buffy now or did you evolve I'm the same then you know I don't know if it's me I, I just, just wish I could, all this confidence that I have now. Wish you can go back? Oh, I wish yeah. I could go back. Yeah. <laughs> you fucked the game up. <laughs> I go back to how I am now, to high school and middle right. school. I was always, I, I never, never had, me, I have, I have a mouth on me. Um, and when I what's your girl, sign? Virgo. I was going to okay. ask him about what his no. sign was. Virgo. So, so me and, me in school was very um, outspoken. Um, I'm naturally funny. I get, I get told that all the time. Like, I don't try to be 
funny, but I'm actually funny. Um, I was cool. I was pretty chill, but uh, I was normally always fighting or into something because somebody was trying me or I felt like somebody was trying me. But everybody loved me and never had a problem with somebody just not liking me just because I was always like, right. You know, Right. I was one of the girls. You were in that category. I was definitely one of the girls. I would definitely put me in that category as one of the girls. From middle school, um, I went to Ruffner, um, Ruffner Middle. Shout out to Ruffner. And then I went to Lake Teller. Definitely was one of the girls. Without a doubt. Definitely was one of the girls. And then um, um, I transitioned to uh, TCC. And then um, I actually went to Northern State for a semester. And then um, I kind of, you know, school wasn't, um, home got kind of busy for me. And then um, I had to take care of home, so school fell behind. And then I was trying to, like, go back in between. But then I came down here and I was doing school online and kind of took a break once my career took off. But it was like, right. So speaking of your career and being one of the girls, something that coincides with both is the ballroom scene. Um, how did you get into ballroom, and what has your experience been like? Fucking lit. <laughs> yeah, I said everybody at ballroom has brought me a lot of happiness. Um, I started ballroom in 2011. So originally I was dancing. Um, I was like on a hood dance team. Shout out to them. Um, so I was on a hood dance team. I used to go out uh, in Norfolk. It's like we have like a different kind of parts. So like you have Grand Park, you have Oli Park, you have Diz Park, you have Curry Park. You had Grand Park. I love the park. You'll say park, you have to say park. So yeah, it's, it's like, like we had those. And I used to go out um, young. Um, I used to have a friend named Bonnie. And um, we actually started um, a dance team. Um, and the dance team was called Venom. Um, at first, they were like trying out for like different stuff. Um, but I actually got into it. Um, I really wasn't the best then. Um, we used to dance with another group called OC Woodpack. And we transitioned to Venom when we got a little bit older. And um, basically, it started from there. I met this guy. I'm not going to say his government because he kills me every time his name is Puttin. Puttin. He introduced us to Dip. And we was on a routine. He was like, you got Dip. And I'm like... Bitch, what's the right. deal? And then he did, and I'm like, bitch, I'm too big for that. Like, I can't get down there and do that. So he was so, he like basically taught me how to lay in it. So once I found out how to lay in it, um, I ended up, um, yeah, Soft and Kind was definitely the first. It was never right. dramatic. It was never Soft and Kind. And we, uh, we practiced it for a while. Then he told us, like, the best thing to do is, like, to stretch. So, like, you land in the bed, put your leg behind you. When I was in school, I used to sit in my chair like that. Right. And Practicing dedication. That, he started telling me about kind of like what ballroom was, and at that time, you know, bitches was on dial up, so you was waiting for your AOL. We was talking about dial, like right. yeah, all nine yards. So, um, my mom wasn't too big on like letting us use the computer other than schoolwork. So, um, YouTube wasn't my friend at all until about 2011, until I found out really what YouTube was. And the first clip I ever watched was Let Only versus the Abisus. So she had the pink wig on. Uh, I still remember I've seen that. Girl, it was at the stage, and she went through all of them. Yeah, yeah. Jump off the stage, she's, crazy. Yeah. she's next. So when I saw it, I'm like, bitch. You know that. You know that's what you want. You wanted that energy. At that point, yeah. it gave. At that point, it really gave. Like, okay, bitch, this is what you gotta do. But I was so young. So I'm like, what the fuck is this at Virginia? Like, I never knew about a scene happening. And at the time, I was about. I was about 14 going on 15, and um, 
uh, put in was already, you know, he was a real wild spirit. So, like, he really just did what he wanted to do. So, he got to experience a lot of things at an earlier stage, far as, like, going out to balls and, you know, really being, like, um, a free spirit with a lot of stuff. And he just always bring the conversations back on the experience back. So, he would tell him, be like, bitch, I have to get to a ball. He was like, like, bitch, you don't have a fake ID? I'm like, I feel like I look like my brother, but bitch, you think I'm a... He don't have a brother's chocolate. Like, so I'm like, bitch, I'm going to get in the club with this, and I'm sitting here looking like, mind you, I'm naked, you know, no facial hair, no nothing. Right. I'm like, how am I going to get through? So I never got a chance to actually use the fake ID at that point to get into balls. We just did it. I just learned through dance. So I kept watching. Um, Then I picked up on um, Deshaun. I love Deshaun. Pony, Malachi, or Toro. Yeah. Toro was one of my favorites. Um, Boots Prodigy at the time. Boots Prodigy now too. So I just kind of got picked up on a lot of different people, and I just kind of like self-taught myself like along the way. You know, like what to do, cat what up, what. Um, I was potlucking in um, my dance team, so learning hand performance was something easy. Um, I kind of stumbled upon um, a whacking video when I was voguing. So there's hand performance and whacking are completely different, but it's still on control. So I kind of, you know, would pick up on that, doing that, and then by that time, you know, uh, smartphones was out. So yeah, you know, I was able to get on YouTube, and then when I was in school and I was in class, you know, I was going to have my headphones in, definitely watching movie videos. Right. Um, and that was pretty much about it. Um, I kind of kept it going from there, and... Um, I did a hair show, a barber's. I came to Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, and I was with a guy who did it. They were in the house of Chanel already. Okay. And um, when I came back here, I did a show. We ate it up. We actually, we won. We won. We won the show. And then when I came back, they wanted to invite me to a house meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, let me back up fast. Because I want to tell you, in between that time, that's how I got the name Buffy. So, Buffy, uh, so let's back up because I want to make sure I get it because I know that question is going to come. Yeah, that question is going to come. How did you get the name? That question is going to come. In between the hair practice, this was my first real time around a lot of older gays. Right. So, these people were very older than me. And it was probably, it's their relative, probably like in their 20s, going into their 30s. And um, this is my first time actually seeing a. Uh, uh, a transgender woman come mm-hmm. in, which I did not know at first, and um, right. her name was Storm. And when she came and she walked runway, she was, a, uh, I think she was a double seven at the time, she came and she walked runway, but I never knew that she was, nor your, I guess your, uh, I don't want to sound rude by saying that, but like, you know, knowing to tell the difference between oh, a, trans know, a trans woman and a trans right. woman, which is yeah. the word we say is clocky. Then I couldn't do it. Right. So when I saw her, I was like, her voice, everything, like, I really, you know, really didn't know. So they was like, oh, you know, yeah, she, she was all soon. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm like, cool. And um, she kept saying, oh, that child built like Buffy. The Buffy the body? Built like Buffy. <laughs> and I just kept saying, what? Like, what is going on? Like, why she keep saying that? She was like, oh, no, she's not trying to be like, she's, right. you know what I'm saying? And then, Kind of after that, it just like really picked up. Stuck. And then it stuck. So when we went to Atlanta, that's all they was calling me. They kind of called me Buffy. And then when we came back, um, I went there and I to um, a house meeting, a Chanel house meeting. And we sat down and it was like, okay, what do you want to do? They was like, well, you know, can you vote for us? I vote for them. They asked me, like, why I want to be in the house. Um, and I really didn't have it then because I was just joining Marvel as a whole. Yeah. Right. And they were like, so what's your name going to be? So originally, my name was Nikki. 
Uh-huh. So, because Nikki was just a phrase of, you know, for Nick, right? Nick. So, Nikki came up, and then I was like, oh, well, how about Buffy? So, he was like, oh, Buffy. And I was like, well, I like it too. And then Buffy came, and then that was it. And then I started off my first, I was going, I was going like in between there, I started doing like house practices with, you know, other people. And we had like a small kiki scene. Um, a guy named Perry um, opened up his house. And um, we used to do Kiki Balls at his house, also a girl named Star. And then from there, we kind of, you know, transitioned to doing Kiki Balls. I was, I was in the Kiki house then. Right. And then I walked my first ball was the, uh, was the deal ball. I have a red bob. It's on YouTube. I have a red bob. I found this white shirt at the thrift store, this white crop top shirt from the thrift made store. made it work. I had $10. She made it work. The tights were $1.99. And from the previous supply store, it was see-through sheer tights, <laughs> and I had some black underwear. I was trying to learn how to stuff make my tuck. Right. And then um, I didn't even vote in shoes because I didn't have a boot. So I literally wow. vote in tights, that white crop top, and the red bob came from the hair show. Nice. You made it, made it work. I was fine about it at that ball. Nice. And then after that, it's kind of picked up. And I just, you know, kept getting better, kept getting out there. And it's something that I actually wanted to do. I was never really interested in anything when it came to like sports, academics, right. none of that. But when it came to performing, performing right. I, just, I just felt so, so good. That's where you need to be on stage. Yeah. yeah. That's where I needed to be. Well, speaking of uh, ballroom scene and battling, mm-hmm. what would you say are the three most annoying things about battling in the ballroom scene? Like, um, battling a girl that is very, uh, how can you put it? Very up, 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 battling a girl who is feeling just a little bit. I was like, oh, how can I put this? Battling a girl that thinks she's it mm. and it's bad. <laughs> battle with her that thinks she's it and, it, and it's bad. An oblivious bitch. Right. <laughs> it's bad already. I would say that is definitely one of my top of doing it. annoying. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't want to be bothered with that. Like, right. Uh, three blind mice. I hate it. What's three blind mice? Basically, you got to battle two people. It's three of you guys on the floor. Uh, I like three blind mice. That's a lot. It's, it's too, too much. much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Too much on the floor, too much going on, right. too many people in your face. <laughs> I need one person, that's it. Right. Um, and three, I would say, um, uh, no, no control. Like, mm. the touch and the, you know. Yeah, they get aggressive. Like, sometimes I'm like, y'all, like, I, I, we might have to sweep. It could be too much. Yeah. That's when you know you're losing. Yeah. You, you know, know when you, you got to do all that shit. Right. Like, don't, don't touch, touch me. me. I will eat your ass. Like, <laughs> and I want to remain humble. Like, you know, like, all the extra, like, we don't have to do all that. So, yeah. I said those are definitely my top three. Well, speaking of beating a bitch's ass, um, how do you keep your calm demeanor? Because we watched some of your videos and we noticed, like, the battles, at least. You tend to not, you know, get aggressive or have to do all that extra. What keeps you in that calm? I'm there for fun. Like, I've never, I've never been to a ball where it's been personal or I took a battle personal. It's like, this is what I do. Like, regardless of if I lose or win, like, I came here for the moment. I came here to enjoy everybody. It's, it's never been about, you know, me coming like, oh, I need this. And if I don't get this, I want to go off. And if you try to move forward, it's never been like that. It's always been like, just, just good. I just always have good energy. I never feel like it needs to be personal. Because if I feel like smacking a bitch, I'd have to smack a bitch. <laughs> 
outside of that, that as John Blue's bomb. And I battle <laughs> all the time. I, it just never, it's never got to that point. point. Anybody that I ever battle with never really got to that point. Now, off the floor, you know, what the girls don't tell you. Right. What you don't see. Right. It's something different, but, you know, I never had anybody, like, personally. You want to keep it professional. You know, like, yeah. I feel like, you know, we did do a job. I feel like I'm a representation of my house. First and foremost, so me going out there acting a fool does nothing for them, and I don't feel like I would want to even have the have their our name in that type of conversation. Oh yeah, right. Buffy this, Buffy that, and you know, Buffy, you know, she went off on a child. She did this because she lost a battle. Like that doesn't right. even sit well with me. Like yeah, yeah. best battle reputation. Yeah, absolutely. Best reputation. Um, last but not least, so you, I'm sure you didn't envision yourself being a part of the the vulgar ballroom world mm-hmm. growing up. Um, but now that you are in it, mm-hmm. what do you want to see? Where do you want to see yourself like in the next five to ten years? If you the next five to ten years, I will have. That's, I like that. A I will personal space for my community to come enjoy themselves, no matter what day of the week. Right. Um, I will be able to have a performing arts school strictly on. Vogue and Ballroom. Nice. Um, I know by that time, Vogue will be te- tele- like televised yeah. and all over the world like it is now. Yeah, it's getting more in a positive spotlight yeah. with true people that have gone through proper experience. Of Are you ballroom? familiar with FKA Twigs? Yes. Because she Vogues, and I feel like she's helping to commercialize it a bit. Well, FKA the- Twigs, I feel like she's not a real Vogue girl. The reason why I ask is because she's actually, I know she studies, is she? It. yeah, like she studies, studies it. Okay. Like, well, I don't like to pick up on things that I really don't like talking about. Cause I know she does yoga. Yeah, so I know that like, it's, it, a few people have like vote for her, so I don't know her personally. I don't listen to her music, but right. I've seen her vote before. Okay. Now, um, for me, you know, I go off of people that like genuinely want to support, you know, the community and genuinely have been doing it, you know, since the beginning of time. Right. So I think it's a little bit different. So I'm really not too familiar with her, so I don't want to speak on FK, but shout outs to FK. Right. Uh, but but, but, but yeah. she has put some girls on the map. Yeah. And like I said, you know, those type of stuff have like brought bookings to the girls and they have like really a lot of girls to like really expand their resume and stuff. So Okay, so but for yourself, you want your own center. I want, my own, I want, I want everything to be for us, like right. for us, by How, us, by for us. us, for us, right? And you know, definitely open up to the rest of the world. Um, but first come priority is my girls, right? Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. That makes sense. I feel yeah. that. Um, so you're on tour with the Kayla, yes, and. When I first, before I met you, mm-hmm. I was watching um, Insecure. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I love this song, Attitude. Like, what, what is it? And then I went this to and I was like, and then, and then she started chanting. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, who the fuck is Buffy Khan? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> but then I went and Googled you. Yeah. And I was like, this is who the fuck Buffy Khan is. Mm-hmm. And then that same week, I have my friend Jamal, who lives in New York, um, forgive me, Fatima, mm-hmm. who lives in Jamal, that film. Yeah, that, that film, mm-hmm. forgive me. Um, he posted a, she posted a video of you mm-hmm. um, and I was like oh my gosh and you were like storming mm-hmm. and you had like this whole production so mm-hmm. how does it feel knowing that you're on tour mm-hmm. millions of people know mm-hmm. who Buffy Khan is mm-hmm. they're saying your name I heard the song feature on like Love and Hip Hop like how does that feel like um, knowing who you are 
it's it's still like um I still cry about it. I cry literally after uh almost every show. Um, I get nervous before every show because I still can't wrap my head around that my dream of coming to Atlanta was to do this and it actually happened. So like it's still a little bit all over the place for me that first of all I still can't believe my name is in a song. Yeah. I think right. it's start right. there. Right. Then for my name to be featured in a song that was on Insecure, yeah. right. then to go on to be played in commercials, fragrance line commercials, fashion shows, regular TV shows, and people actually, when you say the song, you have to say my name. When you Love learn your name, yeah, right. Um, it's really like how it even happened, I still gag about because we were fans of each other, fans of each other without even knowing. So she originally like started off on you know SoundCloud, and um, I was kind of huh? oh, so I was kind of um, doing uh, like at the time I was a, a YouTuber, so I had my little playlist and stuff, and um, I used to play Money all the time. Money and fuck the summer up was the like one of the, the first two songs like I really enjoyed from her. So I was already a fan, but at that time I was never a fan that followed my I guess like my phase. On Instagram, yeah. so I never even know she had Instagram. So like, it took me a long time to even like, right? Okay, well, Nicki Minaj probably got her Instagram, so I need to go find her Nicki Minaj on Instagram and stuff, stuff like that. So going to her Instagram, she had no posts. And at that time, I promise you, I'll be honest, I never even knew what a blue check meant. Like at that time, I never knew what it stand for. I never knew what it was. So when you went to her page, all these, mind you, this is. Two two years ago, she still has like the same uh the same um, Abby and everything on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So when I went there, there was nothing there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, this this is not that. So originally, how it happened is I was at work. I had like four people write me. It was like, um, I think I heard your name in a song. I'm like, what? What are y'all talking about? You found so out when I found out that she said your name I was at song. work. I was at work, like literally my regular nine to five. I was at work, yeah. and I got four people messaging me. Probably, I probably had like two thousand followers on Instagram. So four people DM'd me and was like, "I think your name was in a song. I think your name was in a song." I'm like, "Well, what song?" So they kept sending me the title, and I'm like, "That's the Katie. Like, yeah, right. That's my name not in none of her songs, and my I haven't heard attitude yet. Yeah. So I'm like, my name not in that song. Then I get on, in, I mean, on Facebook and my Facebook Messenger. Um, they was like, you know, your name is in the song. I think you need to check this out, check this out. So I'm like, okay, what's going on? So I left inside of work to go to my car. Because anytime I listen to a new song, you have to yeah. fill it through the car. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the best way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, let me go check it out. So it came on, I was like, dun, dun, dun. Then, then, then. So I'm yeah. like, I brushed my hair, went downstairs, yeah. everything, all right. So now, look, this sort of, and I'm saying, like, okay, like, I said, I don't hear my name, my name. Right. Right. <laughs> so to the end, she, you know, she said, Dandridge, Grace Jones, pay rent, oh, but be kind. I was like, root? But be kind. Root? So then I stopped, and instantly I was like, no, this is okay. So I went and played the part back again just to make sure I was understanding. Right. So then I had to go to Google. Right. You know, genius is not my line. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So went, found it, read through it. Then I was like, okay, this does say Buffy Con. Right. Yes. Then copy and paste. I didn't even type my name back in Google. I copy and paste. Right. Type it in. Gotta be another Buffy Con around this world. Right. Bitch, I don't know if it's Shaka Khan cousin, <laughs> if it's a musician. It's or, not you. Uh, I, right. This is not me. 
started going through and literally when you type the name in, it's me. So I come back up because a lot of my clips were already on YouTube. Right. Then my um, my Facebook name um, was connected to BuffyCon. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what's going on here? So then um, what happened was um, I went to Instagram and I found her on Instagram because I didn't know what other way to, to write her. Yeah. So when I went to the page, I'm like, this about to be this about to be this about to be a fake page and I'm trying to <laughs> pour my heart out yeah. and this is gonna go left. But we went, I read it, um I sent her a message, I was like, Oh my God, I love you, thank you and she wrote me back. Yeah. That's what sealed it. She was like, I hope that you love it. I've been a fan since your Chanel days. Wow. And I was like, yeah, and I was in a house with Chanel before con. Yeah. So that's how I knew she was you a fan and she knew right. that and I was like, Oh my God and it just I like I left work that day. Wow. You can tell me shit. <laughs> she said, fuck this job. <laughs> you can tell me shit and then it being on rotation on Insecure at right. the time I yeah. found all that out. I'm like, you can tell me that. So I posted it. Um, my, the post is still on Instagram from the day that I posted it. It's still on Facebook. And everybody was very supportive. And then um, after that, um, we end up doing um, Afropunk. Yeah. She, she, um, she, uh, they hit me up. It was like, hey, she wants to know, do you want to come do Afropunk? I was like, Okay, so I'm hitting them up. Um, her publicist, um, Brian, reached out to me. He's, you know, all of them are up there. Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, he was like, yeah, this is the date of the performance. I'm like, bitch, I'm about to be at Afropunk. This crazy. is a lie. So I'm telling them, I'm like, oh, yeah, so um, I'm looking up a room, and now I'm going to get on the Chinese bus. He was like, he, he said question marks back. He was like, what, what is all that for? I was, like, I was like, I need to find a room. He was like, oh, no, we take care of all that for you. We'll see you. So this is about to be my first time on an airplane. This yeah, is about wow. to be my first time on an airplane. This is actually about That's to be, um, it's, I've been to New York prior to that, but like, right. it was never for like a, like a full like, like work. Gig. Like work. Work. So yeah. I'm going to do something. So I'm like, what should I wear? She was like, like Katie wants you in some bright colors, she wants to do, do, do you, she wants the leotard buffy, she wants the high heel buffy, she wants whatever, because I'm thinking like, oh, I gotta conceal myself, this is right. a festival, like, what do I wear, what do I do, she right. was like, oh no, just be, so I went to my, um, went to my girlfriend, her name is um, Mimi Malaga Designs, um, she makes some of the fabulous things, one of the best designs I've ever seen in ballroom, um, and she made me um, a leotard, neck choker, um, I had a little skirt, it's pastels, pink and yellow, and I had my thigh high patent leather on. Yes. So it was really nice. And we actually, um, when I met her, um, I was scared. I thought I was going to start crying. But <laughs> we met out of me being confused on where to go. So as I'm trying to find out, I'm talking to her manager, like, where do I go in at to find out? She's actually getting out of, you know, her Uber to, to walk in. Yeah. So she screamed my name. And then I turned around. That's and crazy. And we just hugged for I think like three minutes. And wow. It was, and it was like that. You know how you get around somebody and just like it's boom. This, it's it was like, she was like, because what what sealed it for me was she was like, oh well, y'all can go and handle the business stuff. I'm gonna take Buffy over here while I get ready for my Vogue interview. Yeah. I don't have that bitch. <laughs> Vogue interview. Right. Yeah, I got an interview with Vogue. You will come over there with me. Yeah. Yeah, you can just be around me over at That's that's bomb. So that's like, she's yeah. real. I love how real. She's so very real. Benji, real, yeah. down to earth, loving, humble, like that's she did. Yeah, and that's then it just and it, we was we just been tight ever since that day. That's our anniversary, wow. August twenty seventh. That's dumb. What's been the hardest thing about Justin to being on tour? Like he went from sleep, <laughs> no sleep. It's hard. Yeah. Because when it, the, the the day of show. 
my my stomach's in knots and I'm like every show I get nervous. She right. makes me comfortable, but I get nervous before every show. So when I get there, I try to sleep. I can't sleep if I pull in for a show. Uh, uh, set time. Well, you know, um, sound check set four. Show is at seven. Need to be right. ready by six. You know, we get there. Everything goes on. You're just trying to prepare yourself. I'm like, what do I do? Because I freestyle every show. Yeah. No, oh, nothing wow. is nothing is practice I freestyle every single show every show that I do with her wow. nothing's playing I just go out there and I just vote so I'm trying to figure out you know which different can I do for the crowd because a lot of times you know these places that we travel I'm traveling to are new for me yeah. and maybe new for people for as vote you know right. it's exciting to see but it's something everybody doesn't understand so that's the nervous part about it. it's like what type of reaction gonna be able to get I'm gonna go out here bitch it's gonna be crickets you know because <laughs> when I went to Afropunk I still didn't expect such a big reaction from Afropunk and I think I had the whole crowd like at that point so then um, going from there and then doing different things um, we end up shooting a video and um, I did revolt we did a revolt performance that right. and within that same two months and I'm just like oh my god so I think for me yeah that's like yeah how's your vote performance gotten more mature as you've gotten older um, I really just think it's time. Time, learning my body, learning what works for me, learning um, my different moods that I have. I think when I was younger, my more I was I was very catty and sexy, so it was more like very, very, very seductive. Like when I first started, I wanted to be like a sex kitten mm-hmm. because right. I wanted to be very skimpy. And for me, I can't I can't I can't vote comfortably at balls with a lot of stuff on. Like, mm-hmm. for me, I'm just so uncomfortable. So, like, they call me Leotard Buffy. Everybody knows that if you see Buffy, you know Buffy more than likely is definitely going to be a Leotard. That's what Yeah, sometimes I have <laughs> That's just my thing. I've never been, like, a full catsuit girl. I've never been, like, oh, shoulder pads and right. all this other stuff. It just doesn't. I just can't feel I can't feel my, my cunt and all that type of stuff. You so have to I have to be able to feel it. So, real, so yeah. it just, it kind of, like, just went from there. And, um... Learning, seeing what didn't work for me then, seeing what works for me now, because I can naturally do both. I can be soft and cut, and I can be dramatic. But being soft and cut is a very is the difference because you have it has to be true to you. Right. It really cannot be taught, and I be trying to tell people that soft and cut cannot be taught. When you talk about soft and cut, you think about Naima, you think about Pretty Allure, um, was Lavin now. You think about those type of people, Asia, Balenciaga, like though it's natural for them. It's not forced. It's not. Right practice is like it's naturally for them so yeah so switching gears what's your perfect what's what's the perfect first date for you perfect first date for me yeah um if i had to choose if yes. you know perfect it's world, all on you it's all on you 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 make all the decisions this is buffy's world a perfect date for me is Y'all want me completely honest? Yes, yes. be okay. completely honest. Say whatever you a want perfect to say. Date, <laughs> A perfect date for a Buffy is a drive-in movie theater. Mm-hmm. We order takeout, sat on top of the car mm-hmm. with the radio playing. Now, we had a drop-down. It's totally different. Okay. <laughs> you get extra points for a drop a drop right. <laughs> Yes. But it, that's, that's me. I would say left there, went for a, like a stroll by the lake. Talk nice. about after the movies, you know, maybe sat down, had more conversation, probably got chilly, we had a blanket, you know, one of those type of situations, yeah. and then that was it. That that would be the perfect day for, yeah, very, 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 you know, us able to like really pick each other's minds. Like, right. just nothing but conversation. Nothing but conversation. You've been given an elephant. 
Because y'all wanna know something? Elephants are my favorite animal. Really? really? See, Brian supposed to put Listen. me in that question. I didn't even know that. This is my next tattoo. Mine is a zebra. A zebra. Yeah. Oh, that's Aww. a. He has the most. That's adorable. It's like two big elephants. That's adorable. That is so cute. So. Okay, so the next question is going to be lightning round. Right? Mm-hmm. So okay. the first thing that comes to mind, okay. just answer it as quickly as you can. Okay. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? Oak. Okay. Come on. Why oak tree? Because um, the smell. Oh, mm. that's really good. Okay. If you had a choice between two superpowers, being invisible or flying, which one would you choose? Fly. Why fly? Because I can get to where I need to do as fast as I can. No traffic, bitch. Not at all. Right. <laughs> I'll be invisible because I'm nosy. <laughs> now that you've grown up gay, mm-hmm. um, how does it differ, or how is it different from what you imagined it being when you were growing up gay? Um, I think growing up gay now is very different because I always thought that I would honestly be one of those ones that would. If I'm being honest, I thought that I would be one of those ones that would probably not like my life on the route that it was going. And I always thought that I was afraid of suicide. I was afraid of being bullied. I was afraid of being beaten up. I was afraid of not being understood by who I am. So growing up now to where I'm just so thankful that I had the support around me. I ran into the people that I ran to. I'm thankful for Ballroom for really giving me a space and giving me a voice and an outlet for me to like to really just be myself. Because I could have been one of those ones that were trapped, that wasn't able to express themselves the way that they wanted to. And it could have went like a whole different direction. Super yeah. yeah. Is that how you deal with the trauma of being a gay black man through Ballroom? Ballroom. ballroom. Being able to, you, can't tell, you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> Couldn't nobody. That's, that's home. They can't tell, nobody could tell me nothing now. I'm so much in my prime. You could just, I walk, I'm so free. I was free then. Yeah. Let me tell you. I was free then. But free now, it's given, I go everywhere comfortably. Like, I'm talking about, it was a time where I would, you know, think twice about pulling up to a gas station and what I had on and when I got out the car. Right. To the point where now I go to the gas station with my do-rag, with my hair tied to the front. A white T-shirt and some like short, short-ass shorts that shows my thigh tattoo, just to show my thigh tattoo right. and some sandals with a bag. What's up? Asking can I get fifteen on point three? <laughs> and gonna walk right out. And normally nine times out of ten, nothing but niggas around. Yeah. yeah. And don't care nothing about it. That's beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um. Wow. Where can people find you? Um. I'm on Instagram at iconic buff. Facebook is Nick Newbie. And YouTube, I have a channel called uh, Mother Buff. Um, I'm kind of shaping it around because I want to start vlogging a little bit more, being that I'm going so many places. Yeah, yeah. And I also uh, create, cre- I kind of say like I'm creating more videos and trying to get more content out there, of like putting stuff content. together, visual content of myself. So all of that stuff is coming, but I want to make sure it's right. So like I've been like saving up to get the right equipment to really right. do things myself. Instead of waiting on people to do stuff Ooh, for you. Listen. So, you know, that's the, one of the worst things. We know. Waiting on people to do stuff for you. So, I'm just trying Trust to me. get everything I need to get together. But definitely, um, Instagram is my popping spot. So, if you want conversation, you need to hit me up. Instagram is definitely the place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Buffy, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Like, your Thank story you. is yeah. so Thank amazing. You. And 
and your ball is so amazing. Thank you. When I met you at um, your ball last week, I was like, oh my gosh, she's so good. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it, was, thank it you. was so beautiful. Yeah. So thank you for coming on the show. Of course. Anytime y'all need me, I'm here. Awesome. Yeah. We're signing out, you guys. Holla. Bye. Hey, y'all. Hope you're enjoying the episode thus far. If you don't already, please follow myself and Malik on our personal social medias. You can follow me on Instagram at Vonagram or on Twitter at underscore Vaughn. And you can follow Malik on Instagram at Yo Malik and on Twitter at Yo Malik. Now let's get into the next topic. What's up, y'all? It's Vaughn um, coming to you direct from the editing room, if you will. Unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties with the end of the show. Um, I'm not sure if you could hear it in the beginning of the show. I was kind of able to edit around it, um, <clears throat> but I wasn't able to save the end of the show, a.k.a. the wind down and um, our spill it segment. So, unfortunately, this is where this week's episode ends. Uh, thank you so much again to Buffy for stopping by. We really, really appreciate um, your time and your story. And also to everyone for listening, for sharing, for liking, for commenting, um, for rating us five stars on iTunes and doing all the things that you all do. Thank you so much, as always. Uh, we will be back potentially earlier than normal this week. Um, and until then, we hope you all have a wonderful day, a wonderful week. And yeah, we'll catch you next time. Peace. <laughs>